Welcome to the First Mentor Podcast. Here, you will hear us talk about a variety of topics for the entire family that will hopefully spark a discussion, create a new curiosity, or simply teach you something new. The goal is to inspire you to learn life skills and soft skills not taught in school and prepare you to live an extraordinary life. Come on and spend some time with us on your commute to school or anytime you're free. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hello, everyone. This is your host, Vanessa Yang, and I am also here with my co-hosts, Ardino99 and Summer. Thank you so much for joining us again. We are so excited to have you with us. And this is our third episode of the First Mentor Podcast. And today we'll be focusing on discussing a book that we used to read together a lot during bedtime. And the book is called The Seven Habits of Happy Kids, written by Sean Covey. Adults might have heard of the bestseller, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey. And this is the kids version by Stephen's son, Sean. It's basically teaching the same seven principles through stories that children can understand and relate to. I really hope you enjoy our discussion. And at the end, don't forget to subscribe and add us to your favorite list. So let's jump right into talking about the book, The Seven Habits of Happy Kids. The book includes seven stories that teach each one of the seven principles or habits. Each story happens to be in a place called Seven Oaks and involve, you guessed it, seven main characters. I really love this book because after we read the stories together, Nowadays, sometimes I just refer to one of the stories when I want to remind my children of a lesson that we've learned together instead of giving them a very long lecture. So now let's introduce the seven characters next. Their names are Goop Bear, Jumper Rabbit, Lily Skunk, Sammy Squirrel, Sophie Squirrel, Pokey Porcupine, and Tagalong Alley. Ardino99, could you please do us the honor and introduce the audience to Goop, Jumper, and Lily, please? Okay, Goop is a bear. He's the biggest kid in Seven Oaks. He's very friendly. He loves to be outdoors and likes all kinds of bugs. Ants are his favorite bug. Jumper the rabbit loves to play sports. He, lo- he, he loves lots of sports, and he's very athletic. He also likes collecting sneakers and, ha- and has lots of them. Lily Skunk is very artistic. Most of her time she spends is with painting and drawing. So, Summer, who are Sammy, Sophie, Pokey, and Tagalong Alley? Sammy and Sophie are both twin squirrels. Sammy loves to play with gadgets and he loves fixing things. Sophie loves reading and she always uses big words, which she has to explain to her friends later on. Pokey Porcupine is very laid back and he loves to play the harmonica. Tagalong Alley is a mouse and she loves hanging out with her friends and her best friend is Lily Skunk. Excellent! Now that we have an idea who the main characters are, 
Let's go over the seven habits. Habits number one through three covers the theme of start with you. Habits four through six have the common theme of playing well with others, while habit seven emphasizes to take care of yourself. So what are the seven habits in a little bit more detail? Number one, be proactive because you are in charge. Number two, begin with the end in mind, which means have a plan, know what you want as your goal and start there. Number three, put first things first. Basically what it means is do what's important first, work first or do your homework first, then play and have fun. Number four, think win-win. What it means in life is sometimes it doesn't always have to mean one person loses and the other wins. Everyone can win. So try to think win-win. How can you create a situation where everybody wins? Number five, seek first to understand, then to be understood. Basically, it means listen to others first before you talk. Number six, synergize. Working together is always better. And finally, habit number seven, sharpen the saw. Balance feels best. What does that mean? It actually means we always feel better as a person when we are balanced. When we take our time to renew four parts of who we are, our body, our heart, our mind, and our soul. All four parts should be balanced. You shouldn't just focus on one part. So when everything is aligned and balanced, we feel much better as a person. After that, we just gave you a quick overview of each of the seven habits. Let's dive into a discussion about each of the seven stories. And of course, you need to know what the story is about first, right? So let's start with the first story named Bored, 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 which teaches us to be proactive. And I just wanted to tell you the story really quick. So this story is about Sammy. Sammy wakes up one day and he feels extremely bored. I'm sure most of you had those days before where you're like, what am I going to do today? Everything is boring. And that's exactly how Sammy felt. So Sammy went to one friend after another and asked him what they were doing. Each friend actually invited him to join what they were doing. But Sammy was not impressed or interested in joining them. So he went to the next friend and then the next. And then finally, he went to tag along Allie's house and ran into Allie's grandma. And they had a short conversation. And um, Sammy told grandma how bored he was. And grandma was challenging him and actually said, well, isn't that your fault? You are in charge of having fun, not somebody else. And Sammy was perplexed and asked, what do you mean? And she's saying, you know, that you're responsible. You can make your own fun. You don't need others to make it happen. And she challenged him just to look around and think about it. What can you do or find that would be fun and that you would enjoy doing? So Sammy accepted that challenge, looked around and found an old radio. As we introduced to you earlier, Sammy really likes to play with old things and fix things. So He asked if he could have the radio and he tinkered around for a while and spent a good day on it and finally fixed it. And he was excited and spent the whole day having a lot of fun, no longer bored. 
And also, after he felt accomplished of fixing an old radio and making it almost new, he brought it back to his friend Tack along Alley as a gift. Now that we know what the story is about, I wanted to have a little bit of discussion with the both of you. And I wanted to ask as my first question, what did you learn in this story about being proactive? Who wants to take that? Okay, so what I learned from the story, I also did read uh, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, and it's a more detailed version of every single habit. Okay, so being proactive, I learned that Uh, being proactive is the opposite of being reactive. Being reactive is being worried and thinking negative of like how Sammy was. Sammy was given many ideas, but he still felt bored and turned them down. In the end, he was more react, I mean, proactive, and he, and he figured out to make his own fun and he decided to take charge and fix the broken radio. Great, that was a very detailed explanation. Thank you. And I wanted to understand, can you both relate to Sammy? Have you ever been in a situation where you complained about being bored because I'm pretty yeah, sure I've heard definitely. Right? I've heard that all the mm-hmm. time. Whose fault was it was it that Sammy was bored? Sammy. Sammy's fault, right? Yep. And can other people fix your problems? Or is it better if you take responsibilities about creating your own fun and happiness? What do you think? Um, I think that other people aren't responsible for our problems. We are responsible for our problems. So the next time we're bored, we should take the initiative to do something. We shouldn't be uh, waiting around waiting for someone to give us the answer. Okay, so, okay, because I know I always hear you guys complain about being bored. Do you have any examples that you can think about right now that you could do next time you feel bored? Um, the next time I'm bored... You should I, read a book. Be a bookworm. Yeah, bookworm. Nice. <laughs> you actually like reading, don't you? I do. I love reading Percy Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's for another time. But any other ideas that you have? Um, I'm a foodie. I love eating, so I think I'm just gonna go snack. <laughs> so next time you're bored, you just eat? Yes. I don't know if that's the only thing you should do. Anything else? Um, I like eating snacks, too. I'm gonna eat lots of snacks, and I'm also gonna play board games And I'd also <clears throat> play around games. with some of my toys. Great. Yes. These are better ideas. I mean, I understand that when people bored, they tend to eat. But we have to be very careful about overeating and eating unhealthy. So I suggest doing activities like you mentioned about board games. If you have to play video games, maybe call a friend that you haven't talked to for a long time. Right? Keep in touch with somebody go through pictures, look at your photo albums. Other things I can think of is maybe go in the backyard if you have one hmm. and play some basketball or soccer, <laughs> right? Those those are tons of activities that keep you healthy instead of just eating and watching TV, right? Yep. So be creative next time. Can we agree on that? Yeah. Agreed. 
Now let's move on to the second story, Goob and the Buck Collecting Kit. Arduino 99, would you like to give us a quick summary about what this story is about? Okay, so this is the story of Goob. One day, Goob was walking around in Seven Oaks and looked on Toodles Toy Store's window. He saw a bug collecting kit and really wanted it, but it cost $4, and he didn't have that money. So he came up with a plan and decided to earn some money. Then he set up a lemonade stand, and Jumper also helped. When he got there and wanted to become a part of the game plan, they sold lemonade for 50 cents each. Mm -hmm. In the end, they had $20 total, which they split $10, $10 each. Okay. Jumper spent all his money and went straight to Toodle's Toy Store, bought some lots of candy, which he ate right away, and some cheap toys. Meanwhile, Goob went home, read, read over his list, put $1 in for savings, and then he went to Toodle's Toy Store and bought the bug collecting kit for $4, a, a little mirror for Taglong Alley's birthday, and on the way home, he went to and bought a slice of honey pizza for $1. He still had $2 left to go to the movies. As Goob was walking along, Jumper caught up with him. Jumper told him that he went and spent all his money and that it, like, disappeared. Goob told him that he should have saved up and made a plan. Okay, thank you for the summary. So the important point there was when Goob actually knew what he wanted, which was a buck collecting kit. He actually sat down, wrote a list, right, of everything that he wanted. Then he started to earn money because he knew he didn't have any. And after he had money, he actually went back to the list and step by step kind of checked off the list and accomplished everything he wanted to do. Is that correct? Yeah. Now on to the questions part. What did you learn in this story about having a plan? Who wants to volunteer first? Okay, so I learned that the habit is think with the end in mind, meaning that you want to plan ahead and you want, it's in the name think with the end in mind. So you have your schedule planned and you know what to do. Okay, so that's about having a plan. Thanks. And I also want to know who was smarter in spending the $10? Goop. Okay, absolutely Goop, right? We all agree on that. Goop. What was the big difference that Goop did that allowed him to achieve all his goals that he set in the beginning while Jumper spent money on items that were actually only useful in the short term and didn't even have enough money left to watch a movie? So what was the big difference? Okay, they're pointing at each other. <laughs> <laughs> so who's going to answer that? Uh, Summer can. <laughs> Um, the big difference is that it's their mindset that Goob um, knows what he's doing. As um, our Dean 99 said, that he has um, the end set in his mind. But Jumper didn't 
have a plan. He just went for the short term. Whatever was fun, right? Yes. Bought little things that he didn't need in the long term, just short term. And he just ran out of money. And yeah, he has no more money. Yes. So the lesson learned from this story is come up with a plan. Think about the end, what you want, right? In this case, Goob wanted a buck collecting kit and some other things. So start there and then work towards that goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now I wanted to challenge you. Can you think of a few examples where you can plan ahead to make your life easier? Um, the night before we start school, we could pack our clothes, get our snacks ready, uh, and then like get everything ready that we need for the next day. So we won't have to be in the rush the next day. Yes, yeah, so that really we don't have to be late for school, right? So th- you start with the end in mind. You already know the next day you have to go to school and there's certain things on the list that you need to get ready. So the night before, it's a really good idea to prepare whatever you can to save some time the next morning. How about Summer? Can you think of something? Um. So in a few years, I'll be going to college and I want to save a lot of money. So, um, in high school, I was planning to, um... Are you planning to work? <laughs> I'm planning to, well, I'm going to try to get into this program, um, that throughout my high school, uh, years that uh, I'll try to get college credits. So I'll work in high school, um, even more than, like, the average person. Mm-hmm. You study harder, right? Yes. To to get extra credit for college. Yeah. Okay. So then I'll only be um I only have to go to college for two years instead of four, and that's saving a lot of money. Okay. So when we say start with the end in mind, what is the end? The end is starting my life earlier than other people. Okay, <laughs> that's one thing. Starting your life earlier and with less debt, right? Mm-hmm. So you don't have to owe as much money when you graduate college. So those are two goals. Start your life early and owe less debt if possible, maybe none. So now you have to work backwards into what can you do in earlier times, like say high school and in, and before to make that happen. So great examples. Let's move on to the third story, which is called Pokey and the Spelling Test. Sama, would you tell us please what the story is about? Sure. So, on Monday morning, Miss Hoot, Pokey's teacher, told the entire class that on Friday, they'd be having a spelling test. So, everybody went home, and instead of studying like other kids do, he took a nap. (laughs) And then when he woke up, his friends came over and asked him if he wanted to do something. And this happened as well on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday as well. So, every day he didn't study. But then he realized Thursday night, oh shoot. Tomorrow I have a test. So he studied. He tried to study. But then it was really late and he was really tired and the words just jumbled, it got jumbled into his head. And on Friday morning, he failed the test. But then Miss Hoot gave him a chance to retake the test. Sophie Squirrel helped him study. And, the, and he passed. So this proves that hard work will pay off. Right? So you study. And... So let's connect us with the lesson, the habit. What did you learn in the story about putting first things first? In other words, work first, then play, right? So what did you learn? Can you tell us a little bit more about it? I learned to not procrastinate, put work before fun. Because if you put fun before work, 
you'll just end up like failing and that's just not good. Yeah, you pay for it, right? You really have to weigh what's more important, even though something else might be more fun and the important things might be a little bit more painful, but you have to make the decision what's more important and whether it's worth procrastinating, right? And can you think about some examples where you procrastinated and waited till the last minute to get something important done? Um, this is quite rare, but uh, sometimes um, I have a lot of homework like jumbled up, but I want to watch a little TV first and I end up pushing my studies a little back. But I'm a person who... Um, cares a lot about school and a lot about my homework so I've never turned anything in late but then I have this feeling of like being rushed and being anxious and it's just not a good feeling so I prefer to put work before fun that's great I I remember when I was a student one of the things that was most painful to me especially in college was writing essays oh my god essays yes they took forever and many times I've noticed I really wanted to do other things first that were more fun and procrastinated. And there were times when I had to pull all-nighters, meaning I didn't sleep, to finish the essay. That was very, very painful. So I've learned as much as possible not to procrastinate and put first things first. What did you learn from it? And how can you relate this to putting first things first that you can do better next time? How I can relate to the story is that Sometimes when I'm doing homework, I would sometimes procrastinate because I sometimes just felt like playing games first, even though I was supposed to do homework, Mm -hmm. which wasn't good because in the end, I had to rush my homework. Right? Either you didn't do a good job in homework or you didn't learn or you're writing. I had to do it on the weekends. Yes. Or your writing was messy and then... That's actually one good point. If you wait till the last minute to do it on a weekend, what are you going to miss out on? You're going to miss out on the fun day, which is with board games and... Yeah, going out with, with friends, games. right? Yep. So we, you could have had fun, but instead you had to do homework because you were procrastinating. That, that's good. That's a very good example. Oh, wow. Now we covered three entire stories from the seven habits of happy kids and learned many valuable lessons today. Tune in next time for our next episode where we will actually go over the remaining four stories. We really hope you can join us and you enjoyed so far what we've been discussing and speak to you soon. Bye. Bye, y'all. Bye. Hope you enjoyed our discussion and everything we talked about as well as the stories and the characters from the book Seven Habits of Happy Kids. If you are interested in purchasing this book to read the stories, and then have an opportunity to talk about the lessons and details, please click on the link we provided. This will lead to the exact title on Amazon for your purchase. Once again, thank you so much for spending your time with us. We'll see you in the next episode. Have a wonderful day. 